This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every day. Billy Brownless. Is this moron number one? Not a whole lot of idiots, though. Put moron number two on the phone. Oh, really, um, ups at all. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Oh, Listen to the rush hour. Yes. I feel good. Uh, if you don't feel good today, I give up. 29 degrees outside, public holiday tomorrow if you don't mind, plus a massive edition of the Rush Hour coming your way. How are we on the line? Very shortly talking all things World Cup. Good. We go to the family a couple of times. Matty Hill ahead oh. of his big grand final tomorrow, the Melbourne Cup. Michelle Payne, she's been there and done that in 2015. She's in studio. Plus, you'll round us out with a joke, Bill, if you don't mind. Welcome. Oh, big show, Daisy. Oh, again. How good. Are you excited? Do you get excited? Because you went Saturday. Tomorrow, where are you tomorrow? Uh, I'm in the terrace, taking a few clients from work. So we're having a lovely day there. A bit uh, better behaved than what I was in the birdcage on the weekend. Anyway. Mm. How was the birdcage? It was good. It was back. It's good to see. Up and about. Lots of activity. I went to the Cremorne. Was that as good as the birdcage? Nine hours. <laughs> had my first win at about the after nine hours. Yeah, but I was betting responsibly. Uh, yes, exactly. Hello, rabbits. Got horses all around. A dinger kicked away. Ding. A length and a half to Yearlong Night. Then Valley of Hearts. More wanted on the outside. Dinger with 100 <laughs> metres to go. He's only just in front, but he's clinging on, Dinger. The wild clan will get one. Dinger, he should have been our mate. Wins the neck to more wanted. Dinger. Or oh, the bloke with five kids. Kids, I should have been on it. <laughs> Rick McIntosh. How <laughs> good, Rick. We love Brilliant. Rick. Exactly. Brilliant. Talk to a, a better caller maybe later on. In Ooh, the yeah. Mm. yeah. Actually, I'd love to hear Rick call the Melbourne Cup for Channel 10 or whatever. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Seriously, how bloody good is the bull? Exactly, Rick. And how good is the rap, 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 rap? Now on Triple M's Rush Hour. Time for... Rappy! <laughs> It's Billy's All Sports Report. Oh, Daisy, did you see the cricket the other night? Australia defeated England by 33 runs. It was just beautiful. Magnificent. Especially with the first ball, the Aussies bowled to the Poms. Poor old chubby Bairstow was facing, and this happened. Mitchell Stark with ball in hand, and Johnny Bairstow faces the first delivery. Down leg side, there's a big appeal. It's been given. Strangled on leg side, Johnny Bairstow. A horror start for England. <laughs> Probably Sucked in, Johnny. Could have got up a bit more, I would have thought. Uh, but the first ball that oh, was. Oh, good. And he, he uh, poor old Johnny. I did feel a bit sorry for him. Why? Well, I don't know. Bill. Big. Pommy, they're going like bustards. He's <laughs> yeah. a turd. Our first ball. See ya. What on your bike. Adam Zampa. Mm. He's taken the most uh, wickets now at the World Cup. Took three for 21, but made about 29. Took a great catch on the field. He's on fire. Very good. So Maxi comes back, and so does Mitch Marsh. That'll be interesting because the two boys weren't bad. Uh, Green and Stoinis have filled in. They were right. So they've got a nice squad. Starting to get going. Exactly right. Exactly right, Dave. So uh, Melbourne Cup Day forecast. What did you say today was? 29? 29 today. Tomorrow, 29. Whoa. 
Might be some showers later in the afternoon. That'd hopefully after the race. Hopefully everyone gets through the day and then when we disperse to go to your kick-ons. Kick-ons. It can hose down. Exactly right. So a chance of rain, 80%. There you hmm. go, tomorrow. Uh, basketball, the NBL, the source. What about our man? <laughs> I think he's coming in Thursday. Mm-hmm. Meant to be source. here today. Yes, they defeated um, the Taipans, 91-78. Good win, that one. But the source, 18 points, 15 rebounds. He is on fire. Somebody stop him. <laughs> and Melbourne United play the Perth Wildcats tonight at John Kane. Ooh. Big, big game. That one's 7.30 tip-off if you want to go along there, Daisy. Um, what else? Oh, the AFLW finals are on this week. Oh, yes. Oh, St Kilda, Richmond, Collingwood all missed out. Oh, so I guessed it. Mm. Adelaide t- take on Brisbane. That's a big game. The Suns take on Sydney Swans. They've done well. Second year in the comp. Geelong Cats take on Essendon down at GMHBA Stadium. And can you believe this? It's Did you know, Daisy, it has been 7,000 <laughs> days since Essendon last won a final. There you go. I wonder if the girls can do it for them. 7,000 days. <laughs> There's the page that lot. ticks over every day. I know. Well, it's just come up today, 7,000 wow. days. So that'll be an interesting game. And the other game's Melbourne, North Melbourne uh, at Icon Park. Will you get down to the Cattery to watch? Uh, when is it? Sunday. Yeah, I might. I might just go for a jog down there. Mm. A jog. <laughs> Don't lie to One oh five. Mightn't be out of bed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rugby league. Oh, the rugby. Oh, what about rugby the ca- league? Kangaroos? kangaroos got belted by New Zealand, thirty nil. It's Ooh. one of their worst losses ever. Ever. They were ordinary there. They got to bounce back. And Max Verstappen won the Brazilian GP. He's seventeenth win of the year. Taking he just, it. He just kept, he is taking the. P15S. Thank you very much. Lando Norris second. Oscar Piastri and Daniel Ricciardo were both taken out in the first lap crash. Danny Rick's been going all right too. Mm. Uh, He finished 13th, uh, but Piastri finished 14th. (laughs) Piastri. Piastri. (laughs) And that is all. That is all. There's Comprehensive as always, Bill. Oh, you had something about the soccer, the four Aussie girls playing. Yeah, we'll go over that a little bit later because Howie's down the line from India, ahead of Australia, playing Afghanistan tomorrow night in the World Cup. It's the Rush Hour, Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Deny, deny, deny. (laughs) Just waiting on Howie to join the line all the way from India, ahead of Australia, Afghanistan tomorrow night. over there. He's oh, big over huge. there, Howie, in India. Is People he? fake to bring up uh, stuff to his room for room service, the waiters, so they, they can get selfies with him. He yes. gets photos and autographs plays, and all that. Plays cricket in the streets. Does he? That'd yes. be good. That would be good That's fun. Fake. We could talk to him about that. What about Matty Hill? I was just going through the numbers. 116 horses' names he has to learn for tomorrow. Tomorrow. But also the colours. Different colours. I reckon there's one, two, three, four, five. Well, there's six. No, six blue, uh, horses with the blue colours. Incredible. Or jockeys with the... Such an incredible talent. It's got to be. Because you got to know, because there's different, same colours, but different caps. I tell you what, I listened to the Bruce McAvaney interview on the Howie Games. Yes. Howie's podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. I think still number one on the listener app and the number one sports podcast. Bruce McAvaney used to call the trials, I think it was at Globe Derby. Yeah. And back in the day where the jockeys didn't wear any silks. Oh. So they just plain t-shirts or whatever it was. So <laughs> he had to learn the idiosyncrasies of the horses Horse. so he knew the names. Wow. It's Bruce. How's that for Bruce a, a skill, though? Oh, no. Well, he can call anything. He can. Actually, Matty Hill can, too. He's called uh, Footy, mm-hmm. Channel 7, yep. didn't he? Channel 7. And he does a... Um, he loves his footy. The, what do you call it? The Olympics? Yes. He's been a part of that. NRL. He did a PlayStation game. He did, uh, uh, PlayStation Don, he did Don Bradman cricket Actually, with David Bashir. 
Did he? <laughs> he did. All right. How's Howie going? No, he's good. I think he's going to join us on the line. Right. Howie from India. Are you there? Come in from Mumbai. Oh, <laughs> Mumbai. How's Mumbai? Paint the picture. Thirty third floor in house. Um, and uh, air quality is not good here today. So air quality in Melbourne is typically about ten. Yeah, and that's okay. Mumbai is three hundred and eighty. That's not so good. Um, it is hot. It's what's the time here? It's ten forty three. It's thirty nine. Expecting a top of forty two. So she's pretty warm, but. I came here for the first time three days ago and it's a cracker. It's a brilliant city and it is obsessed with cricket. So it's all good. We were just chatting before. We've watched your uh, trials over there and what you've been up to in previous times. You play a bit of cricket with the kids in the street. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a spot here in Mumbai. It's funny you say that, mate. There's a spot here in Mumbai called the Maidan. And I went there last night for four o'clock local time. And there's, it's sort of, I guess it's like a long strip. It's a bit like Faulkner Park, but not as big. And there's 100 games of cricket going on. So the, the guy is, is an umpire at square leg who's actually the point fielder in the next game. And you hit it into the outfield. And there's 37 different blokes that can catch you. But I had a bat um, and faced nine leg spinners. Um, a lot of spin in the decks over here. But like for someone that loves cricket, I know you love your cricket, Bill. Like yeah. to, to just walk out and see all these people passionately playing cricket, it's like, it's a cricket dream come true. Um, and I got a few as well, so it was okay. I played off the back foot early. Just is smacking there, some 12-year-olds what are, around. What are the rules? Like, six and out or anything like that? Well, six and out lands you on the road next door, oh. and you don't be trying to cross the road at any stage. Um, there, there's no leg before wicket, and it's taped up ball, so oh. blokes are swinging it around the corner. <laughs> but, like, honestly, you think you've creamed one out of the ground. Yeah. And a bloke at third slip, three grounds over, catches you, and that is still out. So oh. anyone that catches you, you're out there. <laughs> yeah, good. That is fantastic. What about the Aussies, mate? You are over there doing the coverage. Oh, the Aussies are going right. going soft on us. Bearstow out first ball. Bill said he felt a little bit sorry for him. I did. No, I, I, I didn't feel sorry for him. No. Well, but we were in two, and I thought, oh, no, this is going to be a rough old trip. Um, but, you know, they've won five on the trot. They played really well against England. Um, Zampa is batting, bowling and fielding, but you can't understand how much dew falls on the ground. So it's, it's, like, a, it's like a cake of soap in the second innings where we were uh, the other night. Um, so his control has been unbelievable. They're going great. They say they're in the same hotel um, as me here in Mumbai. And I, I caught up with Mitch Stark yesterday and he said, oh, I'll take this place, a little crepe place around the corner. Ooh. And we, uh, we had a cup of tea and we were ready to order our crepes, but then the power went out, so we couldn't get any crates, but we walked back to the hotel and there was a game of street cricket going on. <laughs> uh, I kid you not, within the space of a minute and a half, yeah. there's 150 blokes around the big fella just after one selfie and he was so good with them all. But oh. uh, And one bloke starts yelling out to him, like they have a, they have our version of Supercoach here is the fantasy, the fantasy league. Sir, you are my number one bowler in the fantasy league. And they all, and they, they, one bloke got a selfie and came back for a second selfie because he told me that he had a camera that had better pixelation on it. So it'll be a better picture with the big man. So they, oh, like, they, they love it. They love it over here. It's fantastic. Has Mitch Marsh uh, arrived in Mumbai? Well, uh, I haven't seen him in the hotel. He wasn't a friend, but from all reports, he arrived. Night, um, obviously, with the passing of his grandfather, which is why the Aussies wore the yeah. black armbands. From what I've been told, they're expecting him to play. Maxie's banned from the golf course and the golf cart, so he should be <laughs> right to go. Um, oh, come on, Maxie. Uh, so it, 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 we we be good, but yeah.
Oh, just dropping out a bit I'm there. Larbuchet, yeah. Larbuchet yeah. gets squeezed out of the side, so they've got plenty of reserves. So they're in good shape, the Aussies. They are indeed. Hey, mate, I saw a photo of you the other day. You're bulking up. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Bill, Bill, I like the sound of this. This is <laughs> a long time. Well, I came back from India on the last IPL trip, and I was... I was in at 69 kilos, Bill, and yes. I thought I needed to do something about it. I would have been riding at Flemington. So I've just been trying to eat more and throw rest. Cool. Are you there? Yeah, I think he's gone. He's right. 60. But he's bulked up. I saw these photos of him because 69 is not a lot, uh, as you know. I haven't so had seen that since I was 15. No, no. And you won't. <laughs> you won't. Uh, anyway, that's Howie over there. Nice insight there. You're talking about that, the street cricket. How good is that? And he would have got some selfies too. As we said, he's big over there. Oh, Spew, and I wanted to ask him about the surf trip he just got back from with Nat Fife. Oh, I know. Went it's... to one of the great parts of the world, the Tallow Islands, just off Ooh. Indonesia. He's... A place that I've been a couple of times. He was over there with one of my mates, Habdog. Habdog. And the he, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the line's gone to crap, so he's not going to talk about well, it. Well, Howie Games is available on the listener app, by the way. The Artist Series is underway. Oh. Launched with Guy Sebastian. Oh. Last week, we all love Aussie Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Preston, Koshy, Tex Perkins, all coming up as well. So you can grab that. The Howie Games on the listener app. Exactly. Plenty more coming up. Matt Hill, not too far oh, away. Looking forward to talking to Matty. But up next, we might connect. With uh, anyone out there that's listening today, because it's a public holiday. It'll be interesting to it's see. It's not a public holiday. No, tomorrow's a public holiday. Tomorrow's a public holiday. But everyone's just taking it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll ask them their best excuse. Yes. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Don't pretend you're all cultured here, numbnuts. <laughs> Matt Hill calling the Melbourne Cup tomorrow. He's going to join us in about 20 minutes. Nice. This prize is seriously good, Bill. This a- prize here is seriously good. $200 BCF voucher. So I'd hope the phoner is just as good. Well, I've had a good thing about it, Dave. All weekend I've had to think about this phoner. One triple three five three. What have you seen unusual? <laughs> yes, yes, no. yes. What have you seen unusual? Because I'll give you one. Right. I'll give you one. Right. So guess what? Was at the airport, the Melbourne airport this morning, right? Yep. A kangaroo. Bouncing through, jumped through the checkout. <laughs> I've got a theory on this stuff. Mate, honestly. I reckon they're getting placed there by the government. <laughs> you come off your international flight, yeah. you hear all this stuff Stories about, about kangaroos. Yeah. Next minute you walk out and there's a kangaroo bowling There along. was a kangaroo at the airport. Okay. And speaking of animals, i got a friend, Dangerous Dave, was at Sanctuary Lakes Shopping Centre yesterday. And you've seen a photo of this. There was an elephant there. An elephant. A real I saw the video of it. Movie. Life like elephant. It was. It looked like an elephant. Century Lakes. Exactly. Shopping centre. It looked mm. really, really good. But it wasn't. It was plastic, but it looked good. So there you go. <laughs> an elephant at Century Lakes and a kangaroo at the Melbourne airport. There you go. One triple three five three. What have you seen? Unusual. And Rabs, good prize. $200 BCF voucher. Get that BCFing feeling at BCF Rosebud, just around the corner from oh, one of your homes, Dave. Rosebud Country Club as well, oh, if you don't mind. Yes. One, two, three, five, oh, what three. What have you seen? Unusual. Just up the road. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. In the middle of a break, uh, so Bill will just go, oh, have a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, it's time for this. My old next-door neighbour used to mow his cement driveway. No. I see this old lady with an, an old staffy in one of those front-loader carry things for kids. A ride-on lawn lawnmower on a pallet suspended in a tree. 
a front loader carry things for kids. Is yeah, that a yeah. pram? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what, Bill. Good oh, prize, and that means the people have lined up. We go to Bradley in Altona Meadows. What do you got for us, Brad? Well, being a truck driver, I've seen a lot of weird things on the road. Mm. But on this occasion, I saw a lady driving her car with a bowl of cereal, eating that while driving with her foot. Oh, that's not overly safe. <laughs> what kind of cereal? Oh, I don't know. I probably like rice bubbles or something. <laughs> Very good. No, that is unusual. We don't recommend that. No. Uh, Maria Altona. Hello, Maria. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> yep. What have you seen unusual? <laughs> I, I was in, um, a, in an outside bar at Salamanca Place in Hobart, mid-September, oh. and we saw a guy walking down the street with a llama on a lead, and he walked into the bar next door to us with, oh. a, with a llama. What was the bar called? Bavian? I don't know. Oh, no, that's a good <laughs> we bar. We were too interested in our beverages to follow so him and find out what was happening. The llama went into the bar. With the guy on the lead, yeah. <laughs> what's what's the punchline? <laughs> it is. <laughs> They're the llamas ones that spit? Yep. Or is that alpacas? Yep. No, it was the same, aren't they? We couldn't believe our <laughs> eyes, but yes, it happens. Well, that is unbelievable. You weren't too pissed or anything, Marie, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, were, we were only on our first. All oh, right. Very good. There you go. Yeah, That's good. unusual. Yeah. We go to Mary in Benalla. Mary, hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Mezza. Thanks. That's the go. Uh, this morning, driving to work on the Hume Highway, Noticed in my rear vision mirror a car coming up behind me with a white cockatoo sitting in the passenger seat. (laughs) He drove past me and he's sitting on a perch in the passenger seat. With the seatbelt on? I didn't see any (laughs) seatbelt. He had a perch and sitting up there like Jackie. He had a little dish there as well for water and and, uh, bird seat. No. He did. What? That's unbelievable. On the Hume Highway. Correct. Wow. I like it. Well done. Uh, Johnny's there in Aspendale. <laughs> Even Aspendale. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Johnny. Hey, Billy. How you going? Going well, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Just doing a bit of fencing. Oh, good. Oh, oh, nice. You got your helmet on and the poke thing? No, no, I got the blue sword on, mate. Oh, the pokey bag. thing. The pokey thing. What are you, a sword? <laughs> what are you seeing unusual, John? <laughs> we're driving up Kingsway in South Melbourne there, and we were just uh, going past a thirsty camel. Oh, yeah. And lo and behold, just beside us, a trailer pulls up next to us, and there's a camel in it. Oh. So there's a camel that. Oh. <laughs> We thought that was pretty funny at the time, and he was looking pretty thirsty. <laughs> thirsty camel, and there was a camel. Hmm? A thirsty That's one. good. Yeah, I like it. Well done, uh, Johnny boy. Uh, we go to Chris in Rushworth. Chris. Chris. There you go. Where's good. Rushworth? How are you, Chris? Rushworth's uh, about 45 minutes from Shepparton. Yeah, just yeah. out of Shep there. Nice. Have you done yeah. a cashy there, Bill? I don't know if I have, actually. <laughs> Leave your number, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I saw that lady in Shepparton walking a guinea pig. On a chain or something? Yeah, on a dog leg. Yeah. A dog leg, a guinea yeah, pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> Tell you what, you turn your back on those guinea pigs and there's another one. <laughs> they can breed. <laughs> <laughs> they can, Chris, can't they? Fun facts with Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got one more. Got there? Marcus, Marcus in Patterson Lakes. Oh, Marcus, hey Billy, hey Daisy. Uh, from Druin, but in Paddo now. So yeah, no, you're next to the woods, Daisy. Yeah, Three eight one eight. 
That's the one, mate. That's the one. Hey, um, Billy, it was. I you'd have to remind me of the year, mate. But I reckon it was around two, uh, 2008, 2010, somewhere around there. The weirdest thing I actually saw is I walked into the entry at Kmart in Belmont, and guess who was sitting there for uh, for his first book signing? Who? Yours truly, Billy. Oh, no. <laughs> Your first book, not the pub jokes that you bought in no, the jungle. Not the pub jokes. Oh. I think it was no. was uh, hey. Billy's dictionary. Oh no, another one. Billy's, My life is a decoy. Billy's book for blokes. Billy's yeah. book for blokes. Well done, Raps. Yes. <laughs> you know that one. What about the lineup? The lineup went what? for miles. It did, Bill. I was like the only one. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, you, look, you looked as bored as, uh, as anything I've ever seen. I said, Bill, you need to go to the Cremorne for a beer, and you nearly tipped the table over to get to me and get to the bar. I don't know if it sold too many, actually. <laughs> no. uh, well done, Marcus. Uh, good. That's a good memory, that. That's a good memory. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> Who what do we like? Oh, I like the llama that actually walked into the bar. Yes. They were all very good. Oh, they're very good today. A lot of animals. The um, cockatoo on a camel. A camel. Camel, camel. Lady eating a cereal. Oh, we'll go with Maria Altona. She has won a $200 BCF voucher. Oh. That's fantastic. Well done, Maria. Well done to you. That was a good Thank you, story. guys. We liked That's it. wonderful. We That's got... wonderful. Thank you. All right, Stella. You got anything for Marcus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. well, um, he he went to the book signing. He's the only one there. Yeah, we'll give him a book sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you Billy's book for blokes. No, Marcus, you've got yourself a hundred dollar grilled voucher, mate. Oh, uh, you're good. Good luck. Thanks so much, guys. Well done, mate. Good. Well done. Very good. Is it time for the big man yet? Who? Matty Hill. Oh, Matty. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. To He's joining well us next on the rush hour. Just before that, though, make sure you pop into Grilled and grab a twenty dollar treat meal. Oh. Selected burger, six healthy fried chicken bites and chips. Get a taste of great value. Relish exclusive limited offer. T's and C's apply. Matt Hill's got a huge day tomorrow. Billy's Mate, calling the cup. I know. You get a burger, six chicken bites and chips for twenty bucks. Yeah. Wow. There's dinner sorted. Yeah. Bloody oath. And Matty Hill, he's a great man. We love him. He'll be up next. Triple M Rush Hour with JB and Billy. How, how do you self-assess? How do you reckon they went? Uh, we can work on it. Oh. <laughs> Tomorrow, the Lexus Melbourne Cup, over 3,200 metres, jumps at 3 o'clock, and this man, Matt Hill, oh. will be calling his seventh Melbourne Cup. Our next guest is the voice of racing, and he'll be calling them past the post at Flemington tomorrow. Gold trip is Please welcome Matt Hill. Yes. Effectively grand final eve for this man, oh, Bill. No. Nervous. Nervous, Matty. Welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, absolute joy to join you, boys. Uh, gee, between the, you guys and Rabs, what would that trifecta pay? That would uh, pay enormous. <laughs> Write your own ticket, Matty boy. Uh, <laughs> indeed. How many times have you looked at the 24 horses uh, in the Melbourne Cup? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I must say. Uh, it's quite a relief once the field comes out uh, on the Saturday night uh, so you can sit and just study, study, study. Uh, and, and the funny thing about it, uh, Billy, is you know the horses, yeah. you know, uh, but you just keep studying them and just make sure they're completely ingrained uh, in your brain. But, uh, look, it's an honour to do it. I mean, it's such an amazing spectacle. I mean, we're a pretty young country, and to think this is the 163rd time we're running a, a horse race on a public holiday, it's it's a pretty special deal, and uh, to, to be uh, a little part of it is great fun. Matty, do you get annoyed at the owners when they name their horses stupid names that are hard to read? 
yes. Uh, well, depending if they uh, deliberately try and stuff the race caller up. Uh, <laughs> Irish wristwatch was one of the all-time best. <laughs> um, that was a beauty. Um, but uh, most of the time, but we have to know every language now uh, yeah. because there's so many different languages. And uh, I, I noted there's a horse going around tomorrow called Bezo, who's named after a Dutch goalkeeper. And, yeah. you know, you've just got to uh, do the research and find out uh, how to say these names half the time. Can Chance. you tell me what a Dashwan Sweet Junior is? I, all I know is it's an Asian name. So uh, the Q is pronounced Ch. But no. I have absolutely no idea what it means. Because I did what, that, Bill. I did yeah. the crossword on uh, the spot I do on I called it Daquian Sweet Junior. I <laughs> <laughs> would have loved it. That's how it's bloody spelled. What about uh, 15? Number 15. What, what is number 15? Uh, last Akosha. <laughs> oh, Last Kotschka. Oh, there you go. Close enough. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were pretty close. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, because she was uh, raced in France, uh, she's quite tiny, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a bit concerned about uh, that particular horse getting the 3,200 metres, which which you really have to be careful for the 24 runners. Probably half of them won't be able to make the distance. Now, tell us about your day. I'm intrigued. You go along, you put your best suit on, you yep. have your favourite and uh, lucky jocks and all that. Go yep. to the races. Now, do you have a, a little office or you got a booth or what is, what's your setup? Yeah, so very similar to a you know a broadcast box of other sports, yep. a, a box right on the finish line. Uh, so there's uh, and the great thing about calling races is um, it's just the bare bones, really. It's a bench with a microphone stand and a pair of binoculars, and away we go. And, uh, cheat, and a cheat. public address system and a cheat sheet with my twenty four sets of colours, and all of the uh, information is sort of stored up in the old. Uh, yeah. junkyard uh, up in the brain and uh, and we do our level best but the thing is uh, we've got six races to knock over before the Melbourne mm. Cup so a little bit of study has to go into those as well um, there's a horse called Elphinston I believe that's oh. just about a lay down Mazaire oh, on no. uh, Tuesday <laughs> um, but um, overall it's just a great day and uh, by the end of it you, you sort of you've had enough you're exhausted yeah. but it's so rewarding so when you call do you have the yeah. binoculars on the whole race because at times there'd be a K away but mm. if they come around the straight in front of you do you take you just look at it Yes, the last. No, it's a good question yes. because um, you know, with a hundred to go, yeah. um, you know, uh, you can you can use your naked eye, uh, but, but for most of the track, you use your binoculars. And yeah. the great thing about binoculars, they can throw as many TV monitors in the box they like. Uh, they won't go down on you. A pair of binoculars, they're just they they won't. Uh, there's no technical uh, issues with a pair of binoculars. <laughs> what about? I didn't say that properly. the look I got from across the What about the famous lines? So there's always one there ready to go. Do you rehearse any of them? binoculars won't go down. If something storms to the front, if Oban storms to the front, have you got something in the brain ready to go? Possibly. There's a chance. The thing with the Melbourne Cup is there's so many stories. You know, there's... You know, without a fight, Mark Zara decided to go against Gold Trip yeah. to ride him. Ooh, You've yes. got Gold Trip looking to be the sixth multiple winner. Uh, you've got the two Irish horses. And, I mean, there's a bit of synergy with uh, the favourite Vauban. Uh, he comes from a place called County Carlo, where George Watson came from in the 1850s. And he migrated to Australia and uh, basically created the Victoria Racing Club. Oh, so. Oh. 
There's That's plenty of stories there. <laughs> yeah, plenty of stories there. And uh, But the great thing about the Melbourne Cup uh, for a race caller is I call 2,000 races a year and I'm basically judged on the last 20 seconds of the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to make it too complicated. All right, uh, your best tip, Anna Ruffy, because I dare say you get a lot of tips, do you? More tips than a L'Oreal marquee, I do. <laughs> uh, but I look, I think... Um, <laughs> He's I'm on thinking, four fire. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, the top two, uh, Vauban, Gold, Triple, fight it out. Right. Uh, and I reckon if there's an absolute stinking roughie yes. that can fill a hole, it's probably, you know, there's probably a couple of them, Akita Sushi and more Fallons. There you go. Mm. All right, here we go. The last 150 metres. They've come around <laughs> the bend. <laughs> Clock tower. Clock tower. Clock tower. And we throw it over to you, Matty Hill. Right. Daisy's absolutely on fire. And Billy Brownless is wandering off a true line there at the Cremorne <laughs> Hotel at the 150. <laughs> but moving up is Vauban for Ireland. The neck in front of Gold Trip. And they're stride for stride without a fight late. And then came Alan Kerr. 50 metres to go. Billy's unconscious at this point. <laughs> they go down towards the line. Gold Trip has just beaten Bo Band in the Melbourne Cup. How's Ooh. that? Oh, oh, that is unbelievable. I'm going to back old trip now. Hey, you're a bloody star, Matty. We love it. All the best tomorrow. And we'll have a beer. Maybe Saturday week. <laughs> <laughs> if we survive that long. Exactly. <laughs> Good on you, mate. It's always a pleasure. Onion, Champion Matt. race caller Matt Hill on the Rush Hour. And tomorrow he'll call his seventh Melbourne Cup at three o'clock. It's the Rush Hour. Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. I might do a segment reading the paper. <laughs> Still plenty to come for your Monday drive home or wherever you may be listening. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, get comfy because tomorrow is the public holiday. So uh, plenty to come, as I said. Matt T. Hill was just on. He was very good. Michelle Payne whilst we're going on the racing theory. A joke as well. Yes. But it's now time as we cast our ears over a few things over the weekend. Rabbits for this. Now on Triple M's Rush Hour, this is What's Pricked Your Ears? Another innovative segment from Billy Brownless. What's it about? Uh, just stuff, Jim. Innovative. In a what? Innovative. <laughs> what is it? It's just a new segment no, no, what's we're the... trialling. Uh, you're going to start. Well, I am, and we went with First this off, ball, off the top. Very good, Rabs. Uh, we oh, went with this off the top, but... Uh, say it. Sucked into Johnny Bearstar. Oh, Daisy, don't be nah. like that. Sucked in. What happened? Mitchell Stark with ball in hand, and Johnny Bearstar faces the first delivery. Down leg side, and there's a big appeal from the fielders and the bowler as well. It's been given. Get up. Strangled down leg side, Johnny Bearstar. A horror start for England. So- Oh, yeah, no. sucked in, Johnny. You're yeah, frumpy, you're redhead, and you're out. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, like it. Like Thank it. You. Good start. Aaron Phillips's last game of AFLW, probably the best player to ever play AFLW, Correct. I would have thought. Uh, before she was chaired off by her teammates, she kicked the goal. Looking for Aaron, who's down there. Is she there? She's there! It's the Aaron Phillips Show. Commentator gave it a bit more there. Good, flipping good. Mm, Absolutely. Well done. We love that. Good call. Good moment as well. Uh, What about this one? We love it when someone drops the magic. Oh, no. More so when it's on tally and they have to beep it out and you just get an understanding of how mad they were. Benny Rick. I understood. Yep. 
Sorry, guys. Yeah, I share your frustration. But anyway, it was still a, yep. a good effort there. Yeah, I understood. Just that DRS oh. in turn, turn two. You pass in one and you just get Well done, Danny. It's impossible. Anyway, I'll shut up. There's Danny Rick. Uh, Danny Rick. Beep, beep, beep. Might need a thesaurus or something, Bill. <laughs> just to figure out some new words other than anything they can't hear. Yes. Hey, tell me who the US rapper is, Flavor Flav. Oh, Flavor Flav? Yeah. A US rapper. Public Enemy. House of Love he used to have a show mm. on MTV. Well, he thought he'd sing the US national anthem at oh. the Milwaukee Bucks game. And to be honest, it was shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, say, oh, oh, not a great sir. Can you see? Oh, 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 oh. by the oh. dawn's <laughs> early. Oh, no. It goes on for a while. This should have got Fergie on the back. Oh. Oh. oh no! Nah, that's you got it. The people will be turning off the wires. Oh, used to wear a clock around him when he sung. Yeah. You'd think he'd be a bit faster than that. Have better timing. Oh, my terrible. <laughs> That's Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav well needs done. to give that away. Bill. Come on, Flav. What Out. about while we're going on the uh, theory of cricket? Yep. This was Benny Stokes. <laughs> what? Going to India with an opportunity to win back-to-back World Cups. We believe in ourselves and we believe that we can come away with a trophy again and that would really cement this team as one of the best one-day teams ever. Well, that certainly come back to bite him in the... <laughs> oh, the oh, f- yeah, there, there you go. There's the cricket. Because well I went with the cricket. I know there was yeah. flavour flavour between me. <laughs> Seamless. Well, we're on the flavour of cricket. Um, <laughs> in the Marsh Cup between New South Wales and WA, Moses Henriques. <laughs> Henriques. Henriques it is. Henriques. Is caught. What about he smashes it back, straight back down the pitch, and his non-striking batsman hits him in the head and gets caught. Bad way to go out. Oh, and that's hit. McDonald, they've said catch, and it's been caught. One of the most unusual... (laughs) One of the most unusual dismissals you will see all year. That's absolutely cracked him in the helmet and ballooned to mid-on. That's absolutely come off the middle of the bat from Moses Enriquez. He can't believe it. He has to go. <laughs> Got to walk, mate. Got to walk. Yeah, that's bad good. way to go. Hard game cricket. Hard enough. You don't yeah, need exactly. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Formula One again. Oh. Martin Brundle, you across him? Yeah. Does walks the, down pit lane. That's it. Talks to the Does celebrities the pit walk? now. Mm-hmm. Pit walk. Who's the celebrity he's got here? Uh, he was talking to Machine Gun Kelly. Another rapper. Another singer-writer rapper. All right. We'll stop and talk to Machine Gun Kelly. Hello, Martin Brundle, Sky F1. Good to see you. Uh, welcome to our grid. I have no idea what you said, but thank you. <laughs> I said welcome to the grid. Ah, thank you, thank you. Honour to be here. Tell us about uh, your career at the moment. That's a, that's a puppy. Um, oh, my career. I don't think about my career. Okay. I don't think about it. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what, good luck with it, whatever you do. What do you think about our business in Formula One? <laughs> business is great. It's loud. Your life's on the line. That's exciting. I was in a studio the other week, and uh, Lewis Hamilton was in the other studio. That was nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's been really good to see you. What do you, what do you think about my business? Ah, we love your business okay. because there's always been a great synergy between the music business and the motor racing business somehow. Can you, you go me, back decades. Can you give me your best air guitar? I know, I can't. I learned the piano once and I know the middle yeah, C was near the lock piano. and that's about it. Let's do an air piano and air guitar collaboration oh, right now. Long Three, as long as weird as millions, awkward. you do it. Wrap it up, Brad. <laughs> I can't do it, I can't do it. Come on, machine gun. There's a minute of the most awkward chat you're ever likely to hear. But that's what he does, Martin, doesn't he? He likes mm. to have those awkward chats because mm. we play it here in Australia yeah. when we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> on your innovative segment. Innovative. Uh, what pricked my ears. There you go. Another good one. Is that what? it? One That's more it. go. Innovative. No, innovative. <laughs> there you go. Well, why didn't you say it? See if I can straight after you, I'm right. Yeah. Michelle Payne is innovative. not too far away. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. I need to distance my brand from yeah. your brand. Your brand. Seriously. Yeah. Dale Thomas, Billy Brownless. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. Michelle Payne has announced she'll retire. As a jockey at the end of the racing season, and she joins us after the break on the rush hour. And trainer? Just, yeah, giving it all away. They're going to give it all away eventually. She's got some horses in work now, but she'll give it away. End of August next year. Yes, exactly. Now, um, I need an update of the guests that you were big noting. You reckon you know, and you're going to get on the show. Brodie Grundy was a really good one last week. James McDonald? James McDonald was a good one last week. Damien Oliver still to come. Okay. The internationals have yes. become a bit tough, Bill. So and we knew that was going to be a big ask, but not for the reasons you might think. Chris Hemsworth. So, <laughs> this line was hot. This line was getting closer and closer to getting no. on. However, yes. so he's in London at the minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that much. But they're they're strike. They're not working. They're on strike. They're on strike. They they're are? refusing to speak. So nobody's doing any media. Ah. So that's not my fault. Well, you said you could get him on. Well, I didn't realize they were on strike. Noting. Uh, Margot? Margot, yeah. Um, that one's gone a bit colder. <laughs> Funny about that. <laughs> After when you DM'd her. I DM'd her and oh. it said it wouldn't allow a message from my account. So that one's a t- David Beckham, though. That's still live. That's really? still a big chance. Oh, good. Big yeah. chance. Big <laughs> chance. Oh, big chance. Big chance. Well, we're, we're live here. This Shoot for not... the stars, Bill. Oh. And. And Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, well, he was at the race. He was so... caught up with Matt for a beer. Did and you? I said, what are your thoughts on coming on the rush here? I had to explain what it was. And? She said, probably not, but right. um, <laughs> you know, we, we can try. What other celebrities Don't be were afraid it? to bring something yourself, like a guest or well, I think Tomahawk. We've got Tomahawk. <laughs> oh, I had a beer with him too. Oh, yeah. Clarky, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> My partner? Yes. Business partner. Oh, partner. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't Bulb got head. binoculars. Yeah, Bulbhead, I can get brownie, pickers, narrowhead, bazza. Clarky got binoculars. Um, um, now, celebrities at the races. Yes. See, Bud, Bud was out there. Yeah, Bud was there yeah. with uh, his sister, who uh, is married to Matt Giddo. Oh, yes. So, yeah, right which up. was yeah, good. good. Yeah. Um, who else was in our marquee? No one I really knew, to be honest. Oh, but it was right. good. The Penfolds marquee, absolutely magnificent. I'll tell you what they oh, did. One of his daughters was in there. That's it. Oh, the yeah. Roofstar. Mm. With Joshy Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, uh, you could book in and go have a little Grange tasting. Fair dinkum. You had a, to book in. But oh, you, you just, yeah, they took you out the side and, and 2019 got, Grange. Fair dinkum. Ooh. Can you taste the difference? Uh, probably not at that point of the day, no, right. but it was bloody delicious. I can remember that. That's good. The bird cage was all bird good. Bird cage is up and about, Bill. Yeah. Crown marquee was back and yes. good as ever. Yep. I think Eddie Maguire told us that was going to be a big one, but there was plenty happening. I tell you what, the rails, unbelievable spot to watch it. The car park was busy. It's good. People yeah. are up and about. They're back out there. The weather, why wouldn't you be? 75,000 out there on Saturday. And they'll be going bigger than that tomorrow. Damien Oliver rode a couple of winners at the first uh, three races. A bit of news about his ride in the cup, though. Well, 
Well, the vets have completed their second round of uh, inspections of all the horses for the uh, Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Uh, what's it called? Alan Kerr, Alan Kerr. continued to show signs of soreness mm. in the near four foot uh, stone bruise. And so they'll have a look at Alan Kerr again tomorrow morning and final scratchings will be at 7.30. So they'll, they'll have another look at Alan Kerr tomorrow morning. Fingers crossed. Yes. The goat deserves to have one oh, last go. He's got to be in it, doesn't he? $51 chance. Mm. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Do you know someone dopier oh. than Jim? <laughs> Michelle Payne broke down barriers as a jockey, but at the end of the season, she'll be hanging up the whip. And she joins us now on the Rush Hour. Our next guest kicked the door down in the 2015 Melbourne Cup. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamo. Prince of Penzance, oh. it's history of swimming to Michelle Payne. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamo. And sent a powerful message to the racing community. It's such a chauvinistic sport. I know some of the owners were keen to kick me off, Prince, and just want to say to everyone else can get stuff because they think women aren't strong enough, but we just beat the world. Here to preview tomorrow's big race, please welcome Michelle Payne. Welcome, Michelle. Yes. That is an iconic phrase. That is as good as it gets. Stuff you, we've beaten the world. Get stuffed. <laughs> Never going to live that one down. No, exactly. You know that. You're in the media now. How was that on Saturday? Loved it out there. I was working alongside Eddie Maguire and the team at Channel 10, and uh, it was a great day to start the carnival. We had some um, some great excitement. Jamie Carr back in the winner's circle Rachel King taking home the cool more, so it was a great start to the week. How do you go out there with Big Ed? We had him on the other day, and I think he was in here for about 40 minutes, and Bill and I got three and a half words in each. No, one question each. Yep. How did you go? Because <laughs> hey, he pumped your he good s- pumped your good self up, Michelle. Have a listen. And Michelle Payne has gone in two campaigns. She spoke at the Carbon Club uh, today, and she's articulate. Mm. She knows her stuff, and I think she's got the potential to be uh, the next Francesca Camani on the international scale. I, I saw her over at uh, over in London at Ascot, and uh, she was killing him over there. She's mm. so good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Very kind words from Eddie there. Um, doing my best. Love working with the team and love being out in the mountain yard too, giving all the viewers at home the uh, inside information last minute. How much of that can you tell from the mountain yes. yard? Uh, it's. I think it's really crucial because you get to see how they line up on the day. Um, I've learned a lot since I've started training. So you know a lot as a jockey, mm. but as you train and you get to know the horses even better and you, you know the ins and outs even more. So um, those final those final moments before the race is really crucial. So I think it's definitely great to get that inside word. What are the ins and outs though? Are you looking <laughs> for a, a big bum or nice coat, haircut, plaited mane, plaited tail some of them roll out with? Looks good. I'm not sure if that if, helps. I don't know if that helps. Well, it's not a beauty contest out there. If that was the case, then maybe so. But um, I think you just want to look for an athlete, one that's ready to do their best, mainly that they're moving well. Um, the key is obviously to be free in your movement. Muscles are looking good. Um, their de- demeanour, how they're handling the big occasion of the Melbourne Cup, obviously huge crowds and stuff like that. So there's a few things to consider, but um, just just sometimes those little intricate details that can make the difference between winning and losing. It's a game of inches. So uh, loving being able to bring all of my knowledge I've learned over the years to mm. the people at home. And there's plenty of lunches going on, Michelle, because it's like grand final week. Good, Bill. Plenty going on. It's good, Bill. Uh, what have you done today? You been to the call of the card, or where have we been today? <laughs> I had a private lunch at the rock pool, actually. <laughs> oh, nice! A private yeah. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> had a nice little couple of wines there, and um, yeah, no, it was good. 
Oh, good. What about tomorrow? Of course, uh, a lot of us, uh, well, we like to have a bet, but a lot of people have their one and only bet for the year. There's three female jockeys, Rachel, Jamie and Holly. How They're on. They're all a chance, aren't they, the girls? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what I love, we've got three in the race. Before I'd won the Melbourne Cup, was three females that had ever ridden in the Melbourne Cup in 155 years. So, <laughs> It's come a long way and we've got three of the best representing us tomorrow. And um, I think my pick of the three, I think Holly's got a great chance on future history, but um, Jamie Carr, our local girl, I think uh, her chance on more Fallon sticks out to me. She's she's drawn an unlucky barrier of 24, but if she can get a little bit of luck from out there, she's she's on the right horse to run a real sneaky race. Good run in the Geelong Cup. Absolutely. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was back and he um, peeled out the top of the straight, had to sort of force his way clear, but then had an, a really good turn of foot to the line. It was just a great run into the mm. Melbourne Cup. Hang around. We've got plenty more to talk to you with, especially talking about your Melbourne Cup in 2015 after this. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Ticked virtually no boxes. Thanks, the old unticker. Michelle Payne has stuck around, by the way. You can catch her as part of the 2023 Melbourne Cup Carnival coverage live and free on 10 and 10 play from 10 a.m. tomorrow, Daisy. You certainly can and do yourself a favour and do that. Michelle, 2015, an iconic day as we heard off the top. How many times have you gone back and rewatched it and had to relive it for the punters? <laughs> to be honest, I've done that many functions. I've, I've watched it enough times to not have to watch it again. But um, I could take you through every step of the race. It's so embedded in my memory. Um, you go into it so prepared and honestly, I could take you from every step from the time I got on him really in the mounting yard to, to when we come back. It's, um, just an incredible thing that it can stick with you so, so vividly. I was watching the replay just before and somewhere in and around here, and you can give me more of the details about the 600 meter mark, you're four or five pairs back the pegs and you just somehow got to get one out and that's where it went from there. Is that somewhere, is that uh, a critical move in your recollection of it? Absolutely. Um, and that's from a lot of preparation work. I went back and watched the last sort of eight Melbourne Cups in the lead up where the winner generally looks like it comes from in the race and got a good feel for the race, um, only having had the one ride in it beforehand. And Prince Penzance, we were lucky to get off the fence probably about 1,300 metres from home and got off three wide in behind the second favourite trip to Paris. And it gave us a beautiful cart up into the race and um, I was just so excited about the 650 because You're gonna win. <laughs> I was bolting and um, had so much horse underneath me and I thought, oh, God, this is the Melbourne Cup. We could win this. <laughs> so, yeah, just the most incredible, amazing feeling you can How imagine. do you keep your composure, though, in that moment? Oh, yeah. Oh, 650, the biggest race you're old, probably ever likely to win. Old. Is that what you're Big old long straight. Yeah. Is it the clock tower you wait for like everyone talks about? It is, yep. And um, the thing is... It can be won and lost in that moment. So in my preparation, that's what I sort of drilled into myself, you know, make sure you keep your composure. And I was sitting there like itching. It's like a kid <laughs> at Christmas wanting to open their presents. So I was sitting there on Prince and I think, you know, this is where you could you can stuff it all up. So basically keep your composure. Don't go too early. Mm. Um, got to the straight about the 450, peeled off the back of Trip to Paris because you don't want somebody to come around you and, and put you in a pocket, got off his back Ooh, and – Big gust of wind hit us in the face, and I was like, oh, shit, I've gone too early. <laughs> gone too early. But, oh, it's fantastic. 100 no, to, it to 1. Paid for a lot of people's trip to Paris, by the way. <laughs> um, what about, I think you said the other day, you, you saw Prince, uh, and is that Bond still there? 
I always felt every time I got on Prince Penzance, he knew my voice and you could feel him. You could feel yeah. him relax and I'd give him a pat and his whole demeanour would just sort of, you know, calm underneath you. It's been a while now. So <laughs> he <laughs> he's forgotten about <laughs> He might have. It's 15, he's 15 years old. Um, but he looks unbelievable. He's mm. like so sprightly in himself. He's, you know, looked after by living legends and he's yeah. trainer Darren Weir and just lives the life of Riley like he, he deserves to live. Darren Weir, where, where is he and what's going on there? So he's got a farm out at Malden um, and he's doing some pre-training out there. Yep. Has Prince Penzance in between times with um, Le- Living Legends yeah. and I think he's going good. Good, good. Yep. Oh, we loved him. Back when he drink beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back. <laughs> he used to drink beer at Swan Hill. Had a pub up there. And, wow, him and his old man, crikey. <laughs> and you've decided to hang it up. You've had enough of everything. You're done. Media. Getting there. It's, um, I've got to the end of the season, which is August next year. So, want to make a, you know, make the most of that next year. I've got some um, really nice young horses at home. I'm looking forward to riding into the autumn, and then yeah, looking forward to joining the media and whatever else comes my way. It's um, you know, exciting to take that next step out of racing. Bloody oh, right. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Uh, one, who do you think might be? Uh, uh, go up as uh, the, the winner, but also we need one for the ladies. <laughs> uh, look, I think it's hard to go past the favourites. You've got Warband, got the best rider in the world in, in Ryan Moore coming over from a Breeders' Cup victory. Yeah. He's he's on fire, but he's just, he's, you can see why he rides for Aidan O'Brien, you know, the best trainer in the world. is is probably the best jockey, but um, we've got also Gold Trip yep. going back to back. Can't yes. see why he can't win. And um Without a fight, so it's it's very hard to go past them. But I, I'm I'm sticking with the girls, yeah. Jamie Carr, more Fallons. I think he's a real live lightweight chance at thirty to one. Even Rachel's um, Gay Waterhouse's horse. That's a chance. well, Gay always spruiks her horses up. And, never had a slow one. Never had a slow <laughs> one. Never had one that couldn't win at the barriers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Awesome. Thank you very much, Michelle. All the best with what's to come. Eventually, when you do retire, but more uh, in the closer future with what you're doing in the yes. media, it's been terrific. Thanks so much. Looking forward to tomorrow. On your painting. Michelle Payne on the Rush Hour. By the way, the 2023 Melbourne Cup Carnival coverage kicks off on 10 and 10 play from 10 a.m. tomorrow. Do you want to watch Billy's joke? Look at him. He's now in the fetal position because he knows how appalling that is. (laughs) Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day. Bill, give us a tip. Uh, Val and Declare, number nine, Ooh. Danny O'Brien, one before, trained in Geelong. Bang. It's a war horse, that, that one. It's is. been around for a long time. Oh, boy. I don't mm. know if it's a war horse. It's been around <laughs> a long time. Uh, yes. Absurd for me, Bill. Zach Purton, first up over 3,200, is the only query but hard to knock out there. So oh. we're both shopping outside the favourites. Rabsy? Um, I don't mind Gold Trip going back to back. Nope, there you go. Very good. Hey, I'll tell you what, good show today. Yes. Nothing tomorrow best of. We won't be in here live, but we're back Wednesday, Bill, and we've already cemented Maddie Preston in, the cravat wearing man. Oh, good. Very Collingwood good, man. man. What's that? Is like, it Collingwood man? He's a good pies, man. Likes his food. He does, mm. and don't we all? Hey, uh, joke, please. Yes, please. <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. Didn't drive in today. I got a Uber and it was a Russian driver. Oh, was there? What was his name? Pick up and drop off. <laughs> what? His name was Pick up and drop off. <laughs> I don't think it makes any sense. Have I missed something? That was his name. Pick up and drop off. It's Russian. 
All right. Don't. <laughs> no. I liked it. Oh. Put a little bit of a Russian twang on it or something. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. All yeah. right. Well, well, Rabs, yeah. yeah. We're off oh, to it. No. Come on, Rabs. Oh, no. Sorry, no. Bill. That's not a charity in you, Bill. Pick oh. up and, and drop, drop off. Do you actually understand? Like, <laughs> no, I What's get the wrong with picking up and dropping off bit, but that's his name. Mm. <laughs> I need to work with intelligent people. <laughs> well, good luck finding it. Someone that knows. Good luck tomorrow. Yes. Met responsibly. Always. Always. <laughs> 163rd Melbourne Cup. That's a lot. That's a lot. Next year, 164. <laughs> Well done, Dave. <laughs> you are intelligent. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with? Triple-